In today's podcast, I look at the song The Streams of Lovely Nancy, also known as Come All You Little Streamers and The Streams of Nancyan, a cryptic love song reflecting on lost love and an idealised dwelling. I look at the background and the several theories that try to explain the meaning of the song. Along the way, I'll sing examples of the tunes and words linked to this song and end on a full performance of the song. Oh, the streams of lovely Nancy was divided in three parts where young men and maidens go to meet their sweethearts. Drinking of strong liquor caused my heart to sing and the noise of the valleys make the rocks far to ring. So in yonder high mountain, there's a high castle stands, builded up with ivory near to the black sand, builded up with ivory and diamonds so bright. It's a pilot for the sailor on a dark winter's night. This version of the song was collected in 1905 by George Gardner from William Brown of Chilton in Hampshire. William's son, Turk Brown, was later recorded singing this version in 1957 by Bob Copper as part of the BBC folk music recording programme. The narrator thinks back to the streams of lovely Nancy, a place of happiness. Some versions then tell of an unrequited love with a woman who turned down his offer of marriage. Other versions tell of a sailor, and in some versions a soldier, walking with his true love, whom he is leaving because she is false-hearted. He sails away to London to look for solace, and the maid states she will go to a nunnery until her love returns. The song seems to be a mix of themes taken from other popular songs. Its origin is not clear. There is evidence of further rewriting, probably locally, from versions collected from singers in the early 1900s. The song was printed in the broadside press, and distributed in the streets in the early 19th century, which may account for its wide distribution and the fairly consistency of words when collected by the Folk Song Society in the early 20th century. Whether the broadside versions are a corruption of a song already in circulation, or a newly composed song is difficult to determine. The confused storytelling supports the idea that the song was in existence before the broadsides, with no evidence to support this, because we have no clear reference to the song prior to the 1820s. The earliest book printing seems to be in 1891, in the original version of Songs and Ballads of the West, edited by Sabine Bearing Gold. The song was printed under the title Streams of Nancyon, and had been collected from Matthew Baker of Lou Trenchard in Devon. In his notes, Bearing Gold states that the early broadsides had only four verses, and that the romantic verses had been added by the street publishers to fill out the song. Looking at the various broadsides and collective versions, I agree with Baring Gold's conclusion that the song was originally only four verses, and those verses described the land and sea surrounding the mountain. The other verses were added to the existing verses to make a narrative that was familiar to potential customers of the street songs. In English County Songs, edited by Lucy Broadwood and Fuller Maitland, and printed in 1893, the song is called Faithful Emma. It had been passed to the collector Hayward Sumner by a choir master. 
The lambs they skip with pleasure, and the meadows are so green. One of the finest mountains that ever I have seen. There's fine hunting, fine fishing, fine fowling also. At the top of yonder mountain where the finest flowers grow. On the top of yonder mountain there my true love's castle stands. It is decked up with ivy from the top down to the strands. There's fine arches, fine porches, there's diamond stones so bright. It's a pilot for the sailors on a dark and stormy night. At the bottom of the mountain there's a river run so clear. And a ship from the West Indies once lay at anchor there. With the red flag a-flying and the beating of a drum. Sweet instruments of music and the firing of a gun. The song, under varying titles, was collected in the early 1900s by most of the leading English collectors, and the distribution of the song ranged from Norfolk to Cornwall. The song has been collected in North America, and an Irish version under the title The Strands of McGilligan was collected in 1933 and printed in The Songs of the People, edited by Sam Henry. The tune for Strands of McGilligan is similar to the tune for Fare Thee Well in a Skillin. In its simplest form, The Streams of Lovely Nancy can be seen as a slightly confused love song in which the narrator, who may be a sailor or a soldier, feels his true love has betrayed him. As I have previously stated, I feel that this storyline has been added to an existing song which was purely descriptive. However, there are several theories in respect of the song that may help clear things up or perhaps add to the confusion. One observation made by Lucy Broadwood, writing in the Folk Song Journal for 1913, was that the song had its origins in South Cornwall. As evidence, she states that the little streamers, mentioned in some versions of the song, refers to young children who work for the Cornish tin mines. They worked in the streams that ran out of the mines and dropped down to the bottom of the valleys. The children were looking for ore deposits that were washed down from the mines after the initial mining and washing of the ore. Oh, come all you little streamers, wherever you may be. These are the finest flowers that ever me I did see. Fine flowery hills and fishing dells and hunting also. At the top of this mountain where the fine flowers grow. At the top all of this mountain where my love castle stands. Tis all overbuilt with ivory to the bottom of the stand. Fine arches and fine porches and a diamond stone so bright. It's a pilot for a sailor on a dark stormy night. At the bottom of this mountain there runs a river clear. A ship from the Indies did once anchor there, with the red flags a-flying and a-beating of a drum, sweet instruments of music and a-firing of a gun. That tune and words were collected in 1908 by George Butterworth and Francis Jekyll from Ned Spooner of Midhurst in Sussex. She felt that the Nancy of the song title was a corruption of an old Cornish term, Nance was an old Cornish family name, and they took the names from the property. The term Nance occurs where stream tin mining is most abundant. The version of the song printed in Songs of the West was named the Streams of Nancyan. The term Ian is a Cornish plural ending, so that Nancyan means valleys.
All the streams of Nancyan in two parts divide, where the young man in dancing meets sweetheart and bride. They will take no denial, we must frolic and sing, and the sound of the viol, oh, it makes my heart ring. Oh, the sound of the viol, it makes my heart ring. On the rocky cliff yonder, a castle upstands, to the seamen a wonder above the black sands. Tis of ivory builded, with diamonds glazed bright, and with gold it is gilded to shine in the night, and with gold it is gilded to shine in the night. She felt that Nancyon was a confusion. The original word may have been Marazion, which is the name of the town in Mounts Bay, southwest Cornwall, which connects to St Michael's Mount at the low tide. St Michael's Mount is a huge granite rock that contains tin ore, mica and crystals of quartz, often named Cornish diamonds. The mount sparkles in the sunshine. Two springs of water issue from the rock. The surrounding area contains black sand due to the remains of submerged forests of black trees and vegetation seen at low tide. At the foot of the mountain, there's a small fishing village that provides fine fowling and fishing. The summit of the mountain has a massive castle. The central tower has a stone lantern that was used as a beacon to guide the sailors to their port. Another possible site mentioned by Anne Gilchrist is Falmouth, which has Pendennis Castle and the lighthouse of St Anthony. Falmouth has two navigable channels, was used as a port of call for ships on the way to and from the West Indies. Another theory was put by Annie Gilchrist, who felt that the song may be a corruption of a hymn or carol to the Virgin Mary, in praise of heavenly paradise. She felt that the fair castle of ivory on a mountain height, shining with the light of the diamond stone, encircled by a clear river, serving as a beacon to storm-tossed sailors, was reminiscent of the Castle of Love and Gold, described in the 14th century Northumbrian poem Curso Mundi. The allegorical 30,000-line poem describes the history of the Christian world from the creation to the end of the world. It was reprinted in 1601 and later in six volumes in the mid-1800s. The section that links to the streams of lovely Nancy probably comes from volume 5, where it explores the history of Mary, the mother of Jesus of Nazareth. I've not read the poem, so I can only guess. The Castle of Love and Gold is a castle in which the Christian God devised a resting place. The Castle of Love represents Mary, the mother of Jesus, which is a shield against the enemies, and the rock itself is Mary's heart. Miss Gilchrist felt that this image may have formed the basis of the original carol we now know as the Streams of Lovely Nancy. Whichever way you view the song, it remains an interesting singable song with a good variety of tunes. I will end this podcast with a full version of the song. This version of the song was collected in 1905 by the Hammond Brothers from George Dowden of Lackington, Piddlehinton and Dorset. Oh, the streams of lovely Nancy are divided in three parts. Where the young men and maidens, they do meet their sweethearts. His drinking of good liquor caused my heart far to sing. And the noise in yonder village 
May the rocks for to ring At the top of this mountain Where my love's castle stands His silver built with ivory On yonder black sand Fine arches, fine porches And diamonds so bright It's a pilot for a sailor On a dark winter's night on yonder high mountain, where the wild fowl do fly, there is one amongst them that flies very high. If I had it in my arms, love, near the diamond black land, how soon I'd secure her by the slight of my hand. At the bottom of this mountain, there runs a river clear. A ship from the Indies did once anchor there, With the red flags a-flying, and the beating of her drum, Sweet instruments of music, and the firing of her gun. So come all you little streamers, that walk the meadows gay, I'll write unto my own true love, wherever she may be. For her rosy lips entice me, and a tongue she says no, and an angel might direct us, and where shall we go?